God bless you. This is Pastor Dennis McMurray, Senior Pastor of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ of Grand Rapids, Michigan, USA. And it is my honor and my pleasure and my privilege to welcome you to our weekly radio broadcast entitled Victory in the Word. This is a production of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ, but greater than that is motivation from the kingdom of God. And we're just thankful that you tuned in with us again this week to be enriched, inspired, and encouraged by our teaching ministry. So we pray in advance that you will be blessed and that you will literally declare victory everywhere in your lives. Again, welcome to the weekly radio broadcast of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ. Victory in the world. Good morning. This is Pastor Dennis McMurray of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ. And it is a pleasure again to just uh, enjoy the beauty of fellowship with you via the radio waves. Last week, we shared with you part one of our two-part teaching series on Pentecost entitled, It's Not Your Past, But Your Potential. As we look from the Word of God and we examined the key dynamics of a Holy Spirit filled and inspired life. And that was just a tremendous blessing. We received calls from all over the country concerning that teaching. And if you'd like to have a copy of part one, we ask that you would just give our office a call at 616-243-0991. Or if you'd like to go via the email and email at blessing at org, And we know you will be blessed by part one and part two of which we will share today. We will focus today on the life of the Apostle Peter and, and, and an awesome privilege that God gave Peter, even in spite of who Peter was and the mistakes that he made over the course of his life. God gave Peter the divine privilege of preaching the inaugural sermon that introduced the Holy Ghost to our Christian world. We were blessed in teaching it, and we pray you will be blessed as you listen and feast on what God will do for you. Again, this is Pastor Dennis McMurray, Victory in the Word, Radio Ministries of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ. Even though we have a past, thank God we don't look like what we've been through. How about this one? And in spite of all I've been through, I still got my joy, and I'm still trying to live this life. Peter was a brother I want to talk to you about for a moment. Jesus looked at Peter when he encountered him at the lake of Genesaret, and he saw his potential. He was just an ordinary fisherman, but he had faith. He had hope. He expected any moment that he was going to start catching fish. And he had determination. He let nothing stop him when he didn't catch any fish. Instead of complaining, he began to clean his nets so he could go back at it again. 
And many of us in our past, even though our past is what our past has been, we've still had faith, we've still had hope, and we've still been determined because some of the stuff that some of you all have been through, there's no reason you should be here today. There's no reason you should look as good as you still look. There's no reason your reputation should be in check. There's no reason you still should be positive. And the Lord sees your potential. And he doesn't focus on your past. And so the Lord began to work with Peter. And he began to impart Peter, impart purpose into Peter's life. Peter got excited because for the first time in his life, he felt purpose at a level he never felt it before. And can I tell y'all something just because you come to church? And you cry three Sundays in a row. Come to Sunday school and can interpret John 3.16 forward and backwards. That don't mean you're ready for ministry. Preacher, because you preach two or three times, four times, and the congregation gets behind you and gets excited because you're preaching real good and slide up next to you and tell you, amen, we like your preaching better than the pastor's preaching. You ought to break off and start a church because we don't really like the way the Reverend is doing it. Baby, I want to tell you something. When you can preach and you got a budget, you still got to meet and still preach with the anointing, then you might be ready to go. You ain't doing nothing but preaching in a hundred moon period huh because when you get out there y'all don't hear me this anointing can't be bought at walmart can't be leased at the Buick dealer you got to go through some pain and some struggle and then you still gotta wait on the law peter made the mistake he said the lord is paying attention to me That's what happens when you give your life to Christ. God pays attention to you at a level you've never had him pay attention before. But you better make sure you get all of it and not just part of it. Because when you start experiencing the power of God working in your life and you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, the devil's going to come and he's going to mess with you because Peter said, you can count on me, Lord. He began to follow him and have some success. Oh, you go, anytime you live for Jesus and talk about him, you're going to have some success. Some things are going to go good for you. Oh, y'all don't hear me. You're going to get the job you don't deserve. You're going to get the money you don't deserve. You're going to get the blessings you don't deserve. But then if you don't have the Holy Ghost to keep you centered and keep you on track, you'll end up spending more time with the blessing than you do with the blessor. Y'all don't hear me today. God doesn't do what he does for us so that we can turn around and say, oh God, now I don't have time for you. God, God, you, God you're no longer a priority. I got what I needed from you and I'm going to go on. Can I tell you something? What you got right now doesn't even compare to what God wants to do. What you're dealing with and what you got now is only a test to see if you can handle what God really wants to do. Y'all ain't even scratch the surface of the goodness of God because God is good all the time and all the time God is good God wants to blow your mind but if you blow it in first grade 
Peter said, you can count on me, Lord. I'm going to be there for you. And then the Lord said to Peter in the 22nd chapter of Luke, he said some things to him that messed him up. He said, boy, I know you're excited now, but Satan desires to sift you as wheat because, oh, Jesus, help me. He was happy when you were ordinary. He was happy when you were walking by yourself. But now you've connected with me, and I want you to know that you've got one of the, you've got the number one enemy against you now. And he desires to sift you as wheat. And Jesus goes on and he tells him, but I want you to know something. I didn't prayed for you, boy. And, 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 and when you are converted, I want you to strengthen my brethren. But you got to be sifted first. My brothers and sisters, you've got to understand something in life. Just because you come to the front and give your life to Jesus Christ, cry three Sundays in a row, things begin to go good for you in your life. You look better than you've ever looked before in your life. Don't you think you ain't gonna have the biggest fight you've ever had in your life because Satan is mad that you don't go with him no more. Satan is upset that you don't live for him no more and God's gonna give him permission for a season to sift you as wheat and if you ain't got the Holy Ghost down on the inside of you, he'll sift you as wheat but when you know that you know, that you know, in him I live and I move and I have my being. You can look Satan in the eye and say, no weapon formed against. And it happened. Peter got sifted. Oh, that boy got sifted. Because Jesus was betrayed by Judas. And while Jesus was betrayed by Judas, Peter got mad and said, how can you do what you do after he's done all that he's done for us? Can I tell y'all something? Just because you have two or three good months in God, don't you get self-righteous and go to pointing your fingers at people who are slipping up and messing up hooking and crooking uh, in the club on Saturday uh, and up in the church on Sunday uh, and you're going to become an expert uh, and start talking about what they ain't uh, and, how, and how they ain't they used to say every saint has his day I mean every dog has his day well a dog don't have a day like a saint does every saint going to have his day you're going to be tested to see what you made out of and so when it's going good on your side and you see somebody struggling, you better not put your mouth on them. You better put your knees on them and say, God bless my brother. God bless my sister because you don't know when your day's coming. But when that day comes and you're able to do all that you've done and to stand anyhow and you know it wasn't you, you'll be able to say, somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind took the time and prayed for me. Anybody know somebody somewhere been praying for you? Peter messed up. He got angry. I'm trying to end. 
And he reached up and said, oh, no, you don't. Uh-uh. I used to carry a blade when I was in the street. And I ain't set it down yet. He took his sword out and he cut the soldier's ear off. And Jesus was like, oh, God. What you done done now? I've been trying to tell you, you've got some potential in me. And when everybody wanted to condemn Peter, and they wanted to put Peter away and tell him he couldn't run with the 11, well, with the 12 at that time. Jesus was like, oh, no, 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 no. My anointing is on this one. Y'all might try to mess with him and do what you're going to do, but, but I'm going to protect him because he's mine. He's got a motivation and a ministry in him that's not like many others. God told me to tell you today, even though you didn't cut some stuff trying to do it, the right way and you've made some mistakes here and there God told me to tell you he's covering you he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide y'all don't hear me the only reason you ain't got messed up because God's abiding but shall shall we continue in sin that grace may abound God forbid y'all better stop living on grace and come on let the Holy Ghost help you get that thing right and while God is perfecting you the people are looking at what you messed up but God said I don't want you to look at what messed up. I want you to look at how I fixed up uh, what they messed up. And Jesus reached down, grabbed the ear, uh, and put it back on the soldier's ear. Uh, I don't know how he did it, uh, but he cleaned the dirt off of it. Y'all don't hear me. Uh, he cleaned the blood up of it. In other words, God did a thorough job uh, of cleaning up what Peter messed up. I'm here to tell somebody today, uh, God can clean up thoroughly uh, what you messed up. Uh, he can clean it from the top to the bottom. Uh, don't you get caught up in what people think about you don't you let the devil condemn you because of the mistakes that you've made it's not your past that God is in love with but it's your potential God loves you God has a purpose for you God has a plan for you and I dare you to jump to your feet and tell him God thank you for cleaning it up have you ever had something that you knew was messed up that God cleaned up Thank God that he cleaned it up. Then Peter thought he was on his way. And he messed up again. Because when you follow the Lord, there's pressure. When you try to live safe for real, there is pressure. When you try to do it like the Bible says do it, and not the way man says do it. Man says, oh, but God knows your heart. Yes, he does, and it's going to send you right to hell if you don't get that bad boy cleaned up. And it's not that we preach a message holier than thou, because it's not. We're just looking at this Bible and seeing what the Bible says. There ain't no compromise in the Bible. There ain't no gray area in the Bible. Huh? There ain't no in-between as the Bible. Huh? Y'all don't hear me. And he told us how to get it done. He said, if any man be in Christ, huh? he can be a new creature. Old things can be passed away. New things become new. You can become new. He'll take from you what you can't give up. He'll help you with what you can't help yourself with. He's a habit breaker. 
life. He'll break every habit. He'll take it away. And the only rehab center you got to go to is not Teen Challenge, but J-E-S-U-S. Because can't nobody do it like Jesus can. Can't nobody do it like the Lord can. What will he do, Reverend? He'll pick you up. Yes, he will. He'll turn you around. Yes, he will. He'll put a new taste in your mouth. A new drive in your stride. A new glow in your flow. Because can't nobody. Peter was happy. Then that pressure hit. One damsel said, you one of them Jesus people. He said, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. By me, oh, no. Then another one said, you walk like them. You even talk like them. Can I tell y'all something? Ain't no need of you even trying to go back to these streets, trying to go to the club, because number one, they see you a mile away coming because you're wearing church clothes to the club. You may have the, the outfit on and the jewelry on. They look down and you got church shoes on. They, they don't wear them shoes to this club. You can't go out in the street no more and try to be no hustler. Because you out in the street giving people a break. A real thug don't give nobody a break. A real thug will do his mama. And you out there helping people. Oh man, I'm going to help you out this time. I mean, you don't even fit no more. Your mentality. You can't even lie no more. You go to try to outline your eyes, go to back. And you... Well, no, I didn't do it. I love you. You can't even hustle no more. You can't even lie no more. But you out there and you try to stay out there and try to do it like everybody else doing it and do it like you used to do it. And somebody going to say to you, like they said to Peter, I know that's him. And Peter said, I don't know what he said, but the Bible in Luke 22 said that boy went to cut. I thought I told you blankety blank, blanks, blank, blank. I ain't with that blankety blank, blank, blank. And I don't care what you blankety blank say. You blankety blanks don't, and blankety blank, blank, blankety. And blank, blank, blankety, 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 blank, blank. Don't make me blankety blank, 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 your blankety blank, blank, blank. Because I ain't going down for nobody. Because I ain't with that blankety blank, blank, blank. And that blankety blank, 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 blank. When you try to do something that God ain't called you to do, y'all, God gonna fix it where you don't fix fit in the church and you don't fit in the street and there Peter the thing that messed him up the most is that when that crow when the when that when that chicken when that rooster said whoa, 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 whoa. and Jesus had just told him he said boy when it get tight you gonna deny me and as soon as you deny me you're gonna hear that rooster crow Y'all, it's a miserable thing to be in a place where God wants you and you don't follow him. And then when the trouble goes down and you mess up, it's one thing to get caught. But it's another thing when the Holy Ghost reminds you of where you should be, 
and what you should be doing. How many of you all in here got caught up in some stuff and you tried to feel comfortable in your dirt, but the Lord wouldn't let you get comfortable in your dirt? Now that I look back over my life, I'm so glad that the Lord didn't allow me to get comfortable in my dirt because if he'd allowed you to get comfortable in your dirt, you would have got dirty. But thanks be to God, how many of y'all got dirty? But the Lord washed you, washed you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, washed you, washed you so you look right, washed you so you can smell right. And now that you're where God wants you to be, you got a past. You live in misery. But as I end this morning, I feel compelled in my spirit to tell you that whatever your level of misery is, God can take and turn it into a ministry. But you've got to make up in your mind, I'm going to give my life to the Lord for real. you got to make up in your mind if that means i got to walk away from some people, then so be it. You got to make up in your mind, y'all don't hear me, that if I'm going to start all over again, I'm going to start all over again with God. Y'all, I can't help it. I can't be nobody but myself. But you got to make up in your mind, if the marriage don't work, y'all don't hear me. If the marriage don't work, the church has been so dogmatic on divorce. I'm a little different. Lord gave me a different revelation. Maybe it was a mistake in the first place and you just got married out of permissive will. I know some pastors say, oh, I ain't marrying nobody that got no divorce. I said, well, well you're pretty self-righteous. If they can't get it right at the church, where, 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 where are they going to get a, a pastor or the justice of the peace? But you got to make sure though, fellas, when you come out of that divorce, your number one goal is not to wear your tight pants with your shirt unbuttoned down to your navel, showing your Mr. T starter kit, your gold chains, with your old spice cologne, trying to turn every woman on that's got a Bible in her hand in the church with three little boys walking in behind her. You got to make sure that your sexy is not your purpose, but your sanctification needs to be your purpose. Ladies, you come out of that divorce, you can't lose that weight. And heights that dress up to the top of your thigh. Y'all don't hear me. And go unbelievable all the way down, Rapunzel, to your ankles. And your goal is to be sexy and not sanctified. Y'all don't hear me in here. I got to tell it like it is because God is saying, even if you have done that, it's not your past that makes the difference, but it's your potential. There's a potential in God. There's something that God sees you. God sees you in your future, y'all. And you look much better than you do right now. It's far from over. It's not finished. God is just starting with you. Please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. How many of you all know that God's not through with you? You may not be you know you should be but I'm here to tell you today thank God you're not where you used to be you don't go where you used to go you don't think like you used to think you are a work in process you are a miracle in the making as I end close my Bible Peter 
went through so much. But he made it to the upper room. Doesn't matter what you go through as long as you make it to the make it to the upper room. God bless you. This is Pastor Dennis McMurray. Continuing the Bible message. It's not your past, but your potential. Peter received one of the most rare opportunities that a human being could ever be extended. For Peter made mistake after mistake after mistake, but the mistake didn't cancel the fact that God saw his potential and used him in spite of what he'd done yesterday. When the Holy Ghost fell on those who were gathered in the upper room, there was an opportunity to gather together and to preach and tell the world about this marvelous gift from God. And the person who received that divine privilege and opportunity was one who had made mistake after mistake, was one who had, who had denied Christ, one who had cut and one who had cussed. And Peter was given the privilege of preaching the inaugural sermon that introduced the Holy Ghost to the world. My brothers and sisters, you may have made so many mistakes in your life. Incarceration, bad choices, disgraceful moments. But the God who loves you and who wakes you up every day is the God who still wants to work with you because who's more better qualified to tell somebody that God is a deliverer than you that he has delivered. Who's more better to tell somebody that he's a burden bearer than those of you that have been in situations where burdens seem to overwhelm you, but God set you free from them. Who's more better to tell God and to tell people that the Lord will do anything but fail than those of you who saw your life in a place that you're not proud of. But now you look back over your life and you see where the Lord has brought you from. My brother, my sister, it is your season, it is your time. And it ensure that that season and that time becomes a lifetime experience. You must be born again. Jesus Christ must become the center of your life and you must be filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Romans, the 10th chapter says, Whosoever should believe in the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. You've got to confess with your mouth and then you've got to believe in your heart that God sent his son and the son gave his life and now you can live life when you accept Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. There's nothing you've done that's so horrible that God can't forgive you of. There's nothing so horrible that you've done that God can't fix and turn around. And so I now want to pray with you and invite Jesus Christ into your life. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for these that are listening. Whether God, I'm praying for a seasoned church veteran or someone who has never known you as Lord and Savior. God, I pray now in the name of Jesus that you would cleanse us, that you would renew us and wash us whiter than snow. Father God, I pray that you would destroy the yoke that is entangling the lives of your people. Loose the mind, Satan, that the Lord rebuke you. The blood of Jesus is against you and I bind you now. Loose the life of that man. Loose the life of that woman. 
Risk the life of that boy, that girl, that teenager now in the name of Jesus. I declare and I decree that in the name of Jesus, you shall have every victory that God intends for you. And God, I pray now in the spirit realm that you would lay your hand on every person listening now. Encourage pastors everywhere, God. Encourage first ladies everywhere, God. Encourage deacons, choir members, churchgoers, God. Let your spirit rule and reign everywhere where it needs to reign. Satan, we say again, the blood of Jesus is against you. God, cover the church in the blood. Cover your people in the blood. God, let violence pass us by. Let destruction pass us by. Let her harm pass us by. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Holy Ghost, have your way. Have your way. Have your way in the mind. Have your way in the body. Have your way in the spirit. Lord, make us whole. Lord, make us over again. In the name, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pronounce that you be made whole. I pronounce that you are a new soul. In the name of Jesus. And if you have been blessed, my brothers and sisters, by this broadcast, and you like both part one and two, this broadcast in its entirety, call us at the Renaissance Church, area code 616-243-0991. And we will be more than happy to share with you the power of this word. I'm Pastor Dennis McMurray, and I count it a privilege and an honor to share with you today. And I pray that your life has been changed. And you realize, as we used to say in the church, in the name of Jesus, I have the victory. The Renaissance Church is located at 1001 33rd Street Southeast. And if you're looking for a powerful church experience where we try our best to live safe for real and we preach the raw, unadulterated word of God, and try our best to lead people to that place in Christ, I invite you to the Renaissance Church of God in Christ, Sunday mornings, 10.30 a.m. We know we're not perfect, but we do believe we are preferred. God bless you, and until our next telecast, there's victory in the word.